every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Friday episode of the show, and we're brought to you by Bet Online, which has a ton of stuff to bet on, not just football, and you can make great bets even throughout the Super Bowl. They have scores, totals, player performance props, and you can even bet on things like where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with the new year comes a newly updated website. So head on over, sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. And it's not just football. They've got basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC. They've even got those Vegas casino games. It is truly your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, and BetOnline is where the game starts. Kyle, happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you. Three days of Senior Bowl practices in the tank. We got the tailgate in the game tomorrow, uh, so we're still here in Mobile, and had a chance to sleep on three days' worth of practice, and now I wanted to kind of talk about some big-picture observations. So, Joe, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah. No, I'm putting you on the spot. Shut your mouth. What's the best position group here? D-line. Uh, I go offensive line. Whoa. Yeah. Contrasting thoughts there. Maybe we should expand on that. Shall we? Go ahead. Um. All right. Well, I'm not going to steal your talking points about maybe why you think the offensive line Correct. is going to stand out. That'd be advisable, yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's going to be one big contradiction here as I talk about the defensive line dominating. You're going to go the other way. I just feel like the defensive line group had the most standouts in terms of guys that really showcase themselves well. Jermaine Johnson from Florida State. Devontae Wyatt from Georgia as an interior guy. Kingsley Travis Anikari. Jones from UConn. Kingsley Anikbari from South Carolina. Yeah, Abiketti. I mean, I feel like the list Perry goes... Winfrey. Brother, Ke- Perry Winfrey. You texted me Tyreek Smith. My heart yeah. skipped three beats. I know. I, I thought, thought I was about dead for a minute. For, for your health, I thought about not sending you that text, but then I did, and I'm just happy that you're still with us. Yeah, it was just like guy after guy um, cemented themselves. I don't really feel like there was any real disappointments. Maybe Logan Hall from Houston was a guy that you wish uh, stood out in a bigger way. But for the most part, I thought we really saw the talent and depth of this defensive line class shine and some like just some real big affirmations when it comes to guys like Johnson, Wyatt, Jones. I mean, we knew that this defensive line class was deep this year, and I thought we got a little taste of that here in Mobile. So I thought that there was – we didn't mention Boye Mafe, by the way, so I'd be remiss to not mention Boye I mean, Yeah. <laughs> um, from an offensive line perspective, you know, the question – what's the best position group here can be taken in a number of different ways. Right. But I think the offensive linemen that are at the top of the food chain really popped and really helped like Zion Johnson showcasing his ability to snap and play effectively all five positions. Yep. That's excellent. Trevor Penning showcasing. I belong on the big stage. I'm not intimidated by this environment and I'm going to beat the tar out of anybody 
who's lined up across from me. Can right? I stop you there? Yes. Because I see so many mixed opinions about Trevor Penning and his edge that he plays with. No, and I'm writing about that today for thedraftnetwork.com. All right. Well, well a quick high-level thought because – I don't really take exception with it. I know that people will point to that penalties were a problem for him in college, but I'd rather kind of tell him to ease up a little bit. Right, that's you what know? Dre Harris says, right? Yeah. He'd rather have a guy that you would have to say whoa there than a guy that you have to say sick him. Yeah. Right? Um, Darren Kennard came in, 325. Yeah. I think that helps his cause a played little bit. Played some guard. Yep, played at guard. Um, Dylan Parham, I think, is somebody we're going to – continue to see be a riser now that he's kind of established himself as meeting I mean honestly he's built like Shaq Mason yeah let me let, see if this paints the right picture yeah and I know that we've both throughout our lives we played high school football we've watched a lot of high school football and you always watch the offensive linemen and there's like four massive dudes and then there's that one guy you're like how was this guy starting and then he just kicks ass Right, just gets after people, moves them out of the way. He plays with energy, and you're like, oh, yeah, I see exactly why he plays because he brings it on every snap. Like, Dylan Parham is kind of that guy, and I, it, he's legit 315, but the way he carries it, yeah. he still doesn't you'd, look that big. You'd look at him, and you'd think he's 280, he's, and he doesn't have a long torso, so right. he's built with natural leverage, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a round two, oh. end of round two pick Yeah, now coming out of this week. And that's something fun that we're going to be doing as a scouting staff is kind of sitting down and tearing through the roster and talk about adjustments for projections and expectations. And uh, we're really excited for that that process to get underway. But well, I just thought about the top names here at the Senior Bowl. And we didn't mention uh, Daniel Falele, who I thought was up and down a yep. little bit. You know, it's a guy that big and trying to play in space. And, you know, we talked to some people here who thought, you know, we understand the risks of putting a guy who's 6'8 at guard, but... He might be better at guard. For Falele, I just, and look, this was my first real deep exposures to him. I think it's just about working inside out with him because nobody's getting around you, dude. You're you're massive, right? Like you're right. this big 390-pound man with incredibly long arms. You are going to elongate the path of pass rushers that attack your near hip. You got to take away the B-gap. You can't give up the B-gap. And if you do, like if you learn to take that away – you're going to be tough to get around, and obviously this guy's going to be a killer on the run game. And there's there's still projection there yep. um, because he did play in a very RPO-heavy offense and didn't have to take a lot of true sets. Man, I feel and like was, I've heard you say that 8,000 times. Well, it's an important context. Right? And no, we, we, it and is, we, but it's like all these offensive linemen, right? Yes. but Vertical that's, pass um, set, no, you can't find it on tape. Right? That's this week. You're put yeah. in a different environment where all of a sudden, yeah, you, you got to drive and get depth. Yep. And, oh, whoa, I don't have – I, what do you mean? I got to get five yards of depth in my set, and now <laughs> now there's an inside crease for somebody to just it's a different world. run underneath me. Different world. Yeah. So maybe not necessarily a plug and play starter like some of these other guys at a very high level. But I was impressed with the top end talent here uh, at the offensive line position. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for to give you peace of mind while you're online. With all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. 
With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Kyle, are we allowed to talk quarterbacks yet? Because, yeah, I'm ready to talk a little little quarterbacks. Looks like a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Some of these guys looked like quarterbacks. They all did, right? Nobody with glaring size issues. But I think Malik Willis from Liberty had a really encouraging week in terms of the trajectory of the week. Uh, Day one, like I said. It was his worst practice. It was, but he still also had the five best throws Maybe the five best throws of the week from any quarterback, right? Yeah. Came in that practice. Also had the five worst throws. But then he just became more and more consistent on Tuesday, on Wednesday and Thursday. And you watch him, and it's it's so fun because you can stack him up against other guys right away. You, you see them throw in sequence, and you get a really good feel for what these guys bring to the table in terms of the ability to throw the football. And there's no question about him. Leek's got the best arm here, and he can really drive the football. And then you see him and his mobility and his ability to really get outside of structure and keep those eyes down the field and hit throws. And I understand that there's an inconsistency factor to his game, and that's okay. I'm not asking you to be the the best version of yourself on your in your rookie season, but if you are talking about development and having a plan for a quarterback and that in a few years you can have an impact starter, I am starting to feel more and more like Malik Willis gives me that opportunity, and his growth throughout this week has been a joy to watch. Okay, so let me ask you this, because I did the deep dive on Malik Willis, and I did the player presentation on Malik Willis. And I remember when we got through the end of that player presentation, and we gave him two, and we said very clearly he's got the best tools of any quarterback in the class. But there was not enthusiasm in that scouting meeting talking about Malik. So how has this week helped shift your temperature level for him as a projection? I think two things. Number one, seeing him right here, right? And against In the uh, flesh. Yeah, all of the top guys at, <laughs> except for Matt Corral, right? I saw, saw him all, all yeah. week. Uh, so seeing that really, really matters. And it really, I mean, I gained a, a significant appreciation for the physical skill set. But number two, I think, Getting a, a a close look, and you know, on day three, we're right there on the field with these guys. Getting a really close look at this guy's command and his presence and um, control, and just kind of being mindful of some of the contributing factors at Liberty that probably held him back a bit, and seeing some of those things distanced, and how he was able to rise to the occasion and work with a obviously a much better supporting cast and do more pro style things, and to see him grow in such a a quick period of time, it draws me in. And look, I mean, we talk quarterbacks all the time, and there's such a wide range of what quarterbacks can bring to your football team. And, you know, the, the tiers are are drastic, Kyle. You know this, the top five guys versus the next 10 versus the next five versus the next 10. It is significant. And we have quarterbacks in this class that fit into all of those buckets, except for the top ones, right? But if there's a guy that I think can get to that top one based on the physical skill and the untapped potential, it's Malik, right? Pretty straightforward. Bet bet on traits. Absolutely. Bet on traits and habits. 
And from the, the, the clues that I can gain from watching practice this week, and I look, feel like he's got both. And let's be transparent, talking to people around here, too. Yeah. Who know these guys on an intimate yeah. level? A lot of context clues in that regard. So I'm, I'm glad because that was – everybody's kind of been searching for what their final opinion is going to be. And it seems like getting Malik in this environment where he's doing some things differently – and I'm glad he's on the Detroit staff, right? Yeah. Because the, yeah, the, Jets, the Jets staff is a lot more rhythm, mm-hmm. timing, quick throws. There's not a lot of progressions designed to work down the field. Detroit put these guys out there on the minus 30 to open up practice in one-on-ones. And they're yeah. like, all right, wide receiver DB, send it. You yeah. got the whole field. Go. And yeah. <laughs> it gives you a chance to showcase you know, what you could do pushing the ball down the field a little bit. So I, I do think... I'm glad that Malik is in that offensive install as compared to New York and the Shanahan system and so on and so forth. Damn near died on day one watching quarterbacks in 12 and 21 personnel just handing off the ball left and right. My goodness. I'm trying to watch some throws here, man. So. Well, Jets are like, we're not here to evaluate a quarterback. No, no matter. Yeah, they got Zach Wilson. <laughs> got Zach They're like, Wilson. we're good. We're good. Uh, we don't want you to know about these players. But seeing, but seeing Malik do some things – that he wasn't asked to do at Liberty or yeah. couldn't ask to do. It's a perfect transition and segue to Perry on Winfrey, uh, which I think is yeah. somebody who we've, we've talked about this week, but through all of our, our reaction videos our top fives for guys who are watching the trenches on any given day, but Perry on Winfrey coming in as a nose tackle from Oklahoma and getting a chance to play in a more disruptive alignment and being encouraged to create more disruption. I think he's somebody who has really, really increased his stock. And I'm looking forward to our scouting team kind of sitting down and being like, hey, predictively, mm-hmm. you have a defensive tackle and he measures like this and he moves like this mm-hmm. and you know he's got developmental upside because he hasn't fully fleshed that attack dynamic of his game out with his hands just yet. Where do you project that in this year's draft and this year's defensive line class? Dude, and with Perion, just outside of the – the amount of wins that he had. Mm-hmm. How about the energy on the field, man? Yes. I mean, he was, he was a, a, He's, a. He might be the most high energy guy here. Yeah, him, Laketa pops, Penning pops. I love Jesse, I love Jesse. But like Perion was, I, he was the most. I'll go out and say it. He he was the, the most, most enthusiastic, high, high energy. Yeah. And I kept waiting for that. It was what day was it? I think it was Wednesday. I'm like, who's the guy that's gonna be like bouncing around it's and Perrion. vibing? They're playing music. It was Perrion. I thought Majay Sanders was that guy too. Yeah. Um, so I liked that. It was a really fun contrast where we kind of had our individual guys that told a good story throughout the week. And yeah. you contrast what they were asked to do in college and feel better than ever about their projection to the next level. A player that stands out to me that we haven't talked about, and that was one of my goals today, is kind of bring some new talking points to the, our conversation. And I'm not going to bring him up because I thought he was – dominant or or had an amazing week but in terms of how he showcased himself Joshua Williams from Fayetteville State Mm -hmm. really popped for me and obviously it's kind of tough to watch this guy at Fayetteville State and when I presented him to our scouting staff I'm like guys look nobody got off the line no (laughs) nobody this guy was able to just body dudes at the line of scrimmage nobody got into their routes and routes were capped off the menu and getting a feel for his ability to stay in phase and mirror down the field and make plays on the ball, they were eliminated because nobody got into their stem. And so he 
we knew that he had this really good physical package in terms of size and length, and um, we had heard that he can run. And you saw some of those moments in practice where he was just stoning guys at the line of scrimmage, where they weren't able to get off the line. And then you also saw him able to flip his hips and turn and run. I mean, he hit almost 22 mile an hour on the, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> the GPS. gun, what are we calling it? The GPS tracker. That's what I'm looking for. Um, and so I think that size, that length, that willingness to be physical. Um, if I'm thinking about a developmental corner on day three, he brings a lot of physical skills to the table, especially if I'm in a zone, a, pr- a press zone type defense where that's a player that I'm willing to roll the dice on and see if I can develop in, him into a player because he brings a lot of traits. What I'm about to say might shock you, but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just a goat on the field. He's a goat when it comes to investing, too. He invests in stocks, crypto, and even art. Now, you can invest like the goat with Masterworks. Masterworks is the investing platform that lets you buy shares, representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol, and even great an art piece outpaced by the S&P 500 by 164% from 1992 and 2021. In fact, early investors already received their 30% IRR 2020 and 2021 from the sale of two paintings. This is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members and invest like the GOAT. Get priority access with their game day promo. And guess what? Go to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash believe. And see important disclosures at masterworks.com slash disclaimer. What are the talking points? Would you? I, I have one, but it's a big picture kind of superlative type talking point. That was the the remaining, okay, new thing that I wanted to bring to the table. I can certainly ramble about Damian Pierce, the running back from Florida, and about uh, how he showcased himself well after having really limited opportunities at Florida. And it's not just the running ability. And I know that this is something that you've gained a, a deep appreciation for over the last couple of years. It's the pass pro. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, the way he's built – He's going to be able to absorb rushers, right? And he's got the temperament, and he showed good technique this week to take on blocks. But then it was the receiving ability and how there were some t- contested catches from him and some sideline catches, and he just looked very natural catching the football. And we know that this guy is a true hammer with the football in his hands. If you didn't see the run against South Carolina where his helmet is off Ooh. and he's dragging the damn defense with mm. him, man. Like, this guy is a dog mm. and um, a really fun football player that – was underutilized at Florida, but I think is going to be a really good pro. So we at TDN have been talking about, you know, fun kinds of merch that we can produce. I want to make a backs who block brand for running backs because that is very much my sucker brand. Yeah. You can't block a pass pro. I don't want you. I don't need you. I can find guys who could scoot and run the ball anywhere. But a guy who's going to stick his face in the B-gap and pick up a Mike linebacker who's tearing through there or is going to scan protect and bust his ass to get on the outside of the pocket and pick up that nickel coming on the cap blitz, those are the guys for me that really get me excited. And I agree. Damian Pierce, his work in 
blocking in the ancillary components of the position. Yeah. Like I need a backs who block with some fun running back twist on it t-shirt tomorrow. So, Joe, I want to ask you a question. Who's the best quarterback here? <laughs> we're doing this for every position group. Oh, my God. That's how we're going to And I have to answer it every time first? I'm going to give my answer as well, and sometimes I'll lead. The Wow. Uh, the best quarterback here in terms of we're just we're, – we're lasering in on three days of practice? Malik Willis. I would probably agree, just based off traits. Again, it's traits. And he did the highest scary. level things here. Who's the most pro-ready quarterback here? Kenny. Yes, I agree. Okay. Kenny Pickett, I think for those. Pittsburgh. I'm going to make you go first with running back. Who's the best running back here? Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce. I think it might be Jerome Ford. That was the other name in my head, so we, we don't have to fight okay, about it. Okay, yeah. so, I mean... I mean, there were a number of guys who showcased themselves well this week. I thought Brian Robinson moved well, which was what He's I wanted dude, to see man. for his size. Uh, the way that he just explodes into contact with that like upward thrust, yeah, he's, there's going to be some body bags. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, Rashad White and, and Tyler Beatty also showcased Tyler themselves Beatty well. Yeah. Uh, best wide receiver here. I think it's Christian Watson. Man, from North Dakota State, he, he stood out in so many ways. I love the confident hands. I love the play strength, the size. Calvin Austin from Memphis really popped. Khalil Shakur from Boise State popped. Totally different players too, right? That's yeah. the fun part about the position. There's our top three. Let's go. There's well, next one. Mm, mm, Tolbert. Yeah, Tolbert was good too. Fair enough. And Romeo Jaylen Dubs Tolbert. is built really well too. No, he is. I, I'm looking at I'm looking at the tight end Cole Turner, and I'm like, man, you look like a power forward that they just pulled off the court. And then Romeo Dubs is like. This dude's more dense than Turner. Yeah, Dubs has got to beat press and he's got to catch a ball better. So I, I'd i say top four, I'd take Watson, uh, Austin, Tolbert, and then Shakir in that order. And Shakir deserves a lot of credit because I didn't think he had a good day one of practice. I thought Correct. his last two days yeah. he was very, very good. Yeah. So credit to him for getting better throughout the course of the week. Um, so I have the the two the the death chart that they have up, but yeah. it's it's the game roster. So yeah. like guys who dropped out yeah, aren't going to be on here. Yeah. So just bear bear that in mind as we're sure. looking at this. Uh, best running back or best tight end here. If we're including Jeremy Ruckert, who did not practice on Thursday and will not play in the game, I'd say Ruckert. If we aren't including him, I'd probably say Isaiah Likely, but Greg Dolchis deserves a shout-out yeah, as an honorable mention. Yeah, I might go mention. Greg. I might go Greg. There was things Best that tight I, end here, Greg. Yeah. Okay. No, in terms of just the way he performed, but like there were things that I liked and didn't like about all of them. Mm -hmm. So I would say the tight end position of the ones we've went through so far were the was the most challenging to, to really say, okay, this guy showcased himself the best. Best offensive lineman here. I'll say Zion yeah, Johnson. Yeah, was Zion Johnson. I can play all five spots. Are you yeah, kidding me? Zion. And I liked what you said earlier this week. You could tell me he goes, tell me he goes at twelve, and you could tell me he goes at thirty, and I wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah, it'd be a good starter no matter where. Okay, best defensive lineman Does here. It include Edge. Yes, it's Jermaine Johnson. It's Jermaine Johnson. No questions asked. Now, Jermaine Johnson, uh, Thanos snaps his fingers and he dissipates into thin air. Who's the next guy? Logan Hall. 
No, excuse me, uh, Travis Jones. I'll, I did not I mean was to say a, Logan. Hall. I was about. To I did fight not mean you. to say that was a, that was a weird slip. We were gonna throw no. hands here on the people were no. gonna hear microphone. No, no, no. no. It's Travis Jones. Um, I think I gotta say Winfrey. Okay. Different kind of yeah. player. That could be Different that could be my player. one and my three. We can we can roll with that. Oh my god! Could you imagine those two? Be nasty. Yeah. Uh, best linebacker here. You so this first. this includes guys like uh, Luketta. Oh, Luketta's included in that. Yes, he's in the linebacker group. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I'm probably gonna say Chad Muma. It's the best linebacker here. Um, I have a hard time saying Luketta is the best linebacker here because he plays he. He's going to play Sam if he's a linebacker, and he's going to be on the line of scrimmage a lot. The linebacker that popped the most to me was JoJo Dolman with the coverage ability. Mm. Like I told you, we were just chatting between practices or something. He is like 10 yards off of the running back, maybe 15. And you always see these these linebackers. They're kind of just like on their toes, waiting, 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 want to feel it out, see if they can like correctly guess the cut to stay in phase no dolman collapses and wants it like he just wants it yeah because he knows he has that 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 athletic confidence that he can turn and run with anybody he can and he and And because of that he's just willing to place tight and get in the hip and like all right let's go i'll chase you around and you won't get separation and i'll make a play on the ball and that stands out to me in a big way Uh, i would also give honorable mention shout outs to troy anderson from Montana State. Can run. The athleticism is yeah. just unbelievable. He's 242, man. Yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable how athletic he is. Uh, Luketta, uh, but we kind of talked about how he's technically more of a defensive Different lineman. kind of linebacker. Yeah, 260-pound two, linebacker who's going to play on the line of scrimmage. He gets the superlative for a guy I don't want to meet in an alley and have to fight. And then Tariq Carpenter, I thought was really intriguing yeah. to me as a safety convert. Can you believe that guy from, played deep safety a no, lot? No, I can't. <laughs> George I absolutely Tech, can't. man. What in the world? Uh, best corner here. Been sweating this out the entire time, knowing it was coming. I mean, I'm inclined to say it was McCreary. I didn't see anything from McCreary that would indicate to me otherwise. I thought a corner. Because we thought he was coming in. Corners had moments. That's what I'd say. I don't know if there was any one of them that I thought was like. Blew you away. Yeah, but I thought uh, Mario Goodrich had moments. Tariq Woolen had moments. Tariq Woolen had moments. McCreary. Yeah, I think I like the consistency factor where I never really saw him get worked. Yeah. So that's a good reason to put him first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was he, we perceived him to be the top corner here coming in. And he didn't do anything to change our minds regardless. He was consistent. Uh, best, good luck with this one. Uh, no, I think there's a right answer here. The best safety here. Are we including Cam Taylor Britt as a safety? No, he's listed on the depth chart uh, as a corner. My apologies. The the eight safeties on the game day roster right now are Tyson Anderson, Yusef Corker, Josh Thompson, Leon O'Neill, Kirby Joseph, JT Woods, Jalen Petre, and Verone McKinley. I, Kirby Joseph popped a few times. We'll have to put the practice tape on because I, I – I feel underprepared to answer that. The day that I watched DBs, he didn't necessarily pop. I know he had an interception on Thursday on a tip ball, showed good ball skills. It was like laying on the ground, bobbling around, managed to catch it. Um, but there's a lot of people who like Kirby Joseph, and I'm not there yet. So I would love to watch some Kirby Joseph practice tape and figure out where I've what lines I'm not connecting for him. I think it's Jalen Petre. Baylor? Yes. K 
Can I give a shout out to Cameron Dicker, the kicker? Dicker, the kicker? Bro. He's hitting bombs. Bombs. Like 55 yard bombs with ease. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I watch the specialist because I'm that guy. They had the whole north half of the field for the second half of practice yesterday, and he's just piping. He, he, he the furthest kicks. he went back was 57, and he was hitting halfway up the halfway net. up the net at 57. <laughs> the dude's got a bomb and it's like we it matters because like look at Evan McPherson what this guy's had a historic year. Right. And so if you're a team that needs a kicker and you don't want to pay like 5 million a season for a kicker, this guy might be like a third or a fourth round pick. That's going to do it for us today on this Friday episode of the Draft Dudes podcast. We really hope you guys enjoyed this walk through our impressions coming out of practice. Of course, we still have the game on Saturday that we're going to be there for. We get a tailgate. We're going to have a lot of fun, going to enjoy it, and we hope you guys will as well. Make sure you hit subscribe to the podcast and visit the Draft Network for all of your NFL draft, NFL, and college football needs, including the 2022 Reese's Senior Bowl. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.